Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we're also doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just make sure you look for our radio station on there. Look for Twin Talk Cast Radio and then you... You got the twins, eh? We got a great show for you tonight. We're going and we're kicking it live all the way into the continent of the motherland. The motherland. Yes, uh, indeed. We have uh, uh, pop hip-hop twins. Pop hip-hop twins. Yes. Out of Lagos, Nigeria. They're going to be calling in today. Their name is T-Banks. They'll be calling in today. We'll be talking to them. They're going to... Uh, and share one of their tunes, their new tunes. And thanks to the world of internet and Skype, they will be with us tonight, and we'll chat them up. And they're gonna they're gonna introduce one of their tracks. Uh, isn't that awesome? It's awesome. I love it, man. It's a, it's a beautiful thing to be able to reach out and know that you got brothers and sisters all the way on the other side of the world, eh? You know, I gotta say, um, you know, when we first started a show about uh, you know uh, four years ago, whatever, they actually wrote up. Somebody did a write-up on us in Africa on a magazine about twins. Yes, it was uh, Twins Mag. And uh, they did actually... And a, they did a piece on they us. They featured the twins. They featured us, yeah. That was really nice. I like them apples, eh? Also tonight... I like them apples, a eh? A fantastic... Shoo! <laughs> also, uh, we want to also let you guys know you can give us a call at 626-275-TWIN. 626-275-8946. Or you can Skype us. It's the same same number. Well, yeah, but if you're on the other side of the world and you want to do it for free, you can Skype us for free at... It's Jose JR 67 There you go. I need eh? to change that to yes. like Twin Talk. Jose JR 67 That's the Skype ID. So if you're like anywhere and you got a Skype ID, you can do that for free. Eh? Cause, also, cause yeah. That's how we roll. And also every night, like we do, I mean, tonight as we do every Tuesday night, uh, we're going to have uh, the girl with the pink headphones. Uh, multimedia journalist from Telemundo and NBC. She'll be doing the news and dirty laundry. What do you have lined up for us later this evening, Jackie? Hey, guys. Tonight on News and Dirty Laundry, laundry <laughs> <laughs> President Obama's State of the Union is going on right now. I'll tell you some key points he's made so far. Also, a selfie has caused international ruckus at the Miss Universe pageant. I'll tell you who was involved and why. And finally, have you ever RSVP'd to a party and just didn't show up? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you were too hungover or... <laughs> Your your man decided to come over last minute. It, it, Whoa. It, it happens. Well, now a five-year-old little boy is being charged a no-show fee to his classmate's party. What? what? I'll tell you the whole story, all that and more, coming up on must, Dirty Laundry. Must be a gabacho. Hey, dude. Only gabachos do that. They do that, huh? Hey, and they're always on time, eh? You got to be like... You know, fashionably late, like us, you know, like me. Oh, whatever. She said my girlfriend's, one of my ex-girlfriend's names, Dirty Londi. Uh-huh. 
How did you know her, Jackie? <laughs> They're coming out of the woodwork. Dirty brother. Londi. They're coming out. Dirty of- Diana. Shoo! <laughs> also tonight, we are honored to be graced with the presence of the very first voice you ever heard. I'm talking with my mouth full, dude. Go for it, man. The very first voice you ever heard on Twin Talk, the voice of the real Jeff Johnson. He's going to be with us tonight because the man is the man. <laughs> if you listen to that intro that says, it's time for Twin Talk, that was the voice. Multimedia journalist also from NBC and on to big and great things. A traveler, a travel blogger, and also voiceover artist. Mr. Jeff Johnson will be with us here tonight to regale his, us with his new endeavors. Right on. Right on. And he's got a sexy voice. What can I say? <laughs> hey, and uh, He so, loves hearing that. He does, doesn't he? He loves it when people say he's got a sexy voice. Yeah. All I know is that he brought me a burrito today, so hey, um, I'm going to give him a lot of air time. Hey, but you guys, you got to make sure, because for those of you who don't know, this is your first time listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Welcome. And what are you wearing? <laughs> no, and uh, but anyhow, you you got to listen to all our previous podcasts. Last week, uh, what did we have last week? I'm trying to remember. Last week, uh, well, we had... Uh, how, can you, how can you forget? I, I don't remember. Last uh, week, we had uh, Dana Rocks. Oh, yeah. We had the... Uh, and Mr. Chisel. Chisel. Uh, hip-hop uh, uh, guys, hip-hop rappers out of uh, L.A., the Valley in L.A., Daner Rocks of uh, I Do It For The Music and Chisel. They were in here. Uh, we played a few of their tracks. And, uh, hey, we got a good sound coming out, a good hip-hop sound coming out of here in the Valley. And they were here. It was a pretty good show. I think we also had a call-in from uh, Nikki Tedesco of uh, Ginger and the Brain Podcast. And she was uh, talking about her season two debut show which includes angel and i apparently we're in the next two podcasts as well so if you got to listen to our if you guys can get enough of us go to ginger and the brain podcast and listen to us dude i argue there i listened to that show this weekend you see you interrupt the hell I out of me i loved that show it was funny eh? you, you, you are such a narcissist it was funny it was it was a brilliant show i thought it was pretty cool uh, okay, you're sounding kind of like conceited now, bro. But you know what? The, uh, a ginger and uh, and the brain—they're pretty cool. I, I like their um, their show. They also during the winter time, uh, during the holidays, they had the uh, uh, toxic Christmas episode, which was a good one. Um, uh, which uh, they were talking about, uh, you know, toxic products like foods and and even lotions and stuff in your house. So that like when you're going to give a gift, try not to give a toxic gift. That so was a good one. If, so if you want to listen to the podcast that includes my brother and I, go to our Facebook page on Twin Talk Show, and we posted it there. Also, I want to let you guys know that if you want to listen to any of our previous podcasts, you can go to TwinTalkCast.com and look, click on Previous Podcasts, and you will be able to um, listen to We have like 200 or something podcasts already up. Dude. All you got to do is hit previous podcast and scroll down. Hey, it's a bunch of pictures. You can download it onto your gadget. So you don't even have to be in your computer. You could just download it to your iPod. You can download it to your phone and uh, take it wherever you want to be at. You know, take us in the shower. You could take us in your bedroom. <laughs> you could take us to eat, eh? Just take us. <laughs> Anyways, well... 
just like at the top of every show, we do we give you guys shout outs because we love you guys. And uh, even though my brother is in denial, he loves you guys too. Uh, so your shout outs are brought to you by Aladdin's Junior Mediterranean Cuisine and Concert Venue. Uh, I'll give you a little more information about that later. But first, to our friends in the motherland, uh, Nigeria. I want to give a shout out to, I'm going to try to get your names right, Holmes, but give me a break, all right? Emmanuel Guachi, Matthew Onyeka, uh, uh, Michael Deli Oshinai, uh, Naughty Virgin. I like that one. I like that one. Naughty too. Virgin, eh? Shoo! I'm not a virgin either, Holmes. Um, us, uh, Wispa Beats, Unique Avila, uh, Catherine Christensen, Juanita B. Godina, Sharana Agu. I also want to give a shout out to uh, 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 my wife, Lulu. She's showing her baby bump already. Eh? She's like, I don't know how many know, months, eh, but she's got like a big baby bump right there. Eh? Shout out, Lulu. She looks so cute. I love you, baby. You look so cute. Eh? I also want to give a shout out to Edder. Eh? It was great kicking it with you, having a beer and having lunch with you this weekend. We should do it more often, Holmes. Yeah, here at my house. What the heck? Right on. I mean, here at Theo Lisa's Garage. In Theo Lisa's Garage. <laughs> okay, um... You got a shout out, bro? Yeah, I want to give a shout out to uh, my colleague at NBC, James Wolf, also Matt Schrader, for the hard work uh, that you guys um, helped out. We did. We pulled off an awesome shoot in a secret location, and it, 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 we had to uh, really do some hiking to get it done. But it was awesome. Thanks so much for the help. Nice. Uh, awesome, most heartfelt and sincere shout out to my pal and friend and colleague Marty Fry. Well, dude, you blew me away. What a generous, lavish gift I did not expect nor deserve. Thank you very much. May our friendship last, man. Thanks a lot, my man. You got lettuce on your gift? <laughs> Anyways, a shout-out to brought to you by Aladdin's Junior Mediterranean Cuisine and... Did I say it right? Cuisine or cuisine. Do I say cousin? That's the way you say it in the in the hood, eh? Mediterranean cuisine, or cousin homes, uh, in uh, the city of Pomona, they got great Mediterranean food. Uh, they got a concert venue. They play music on the weekends and a good selection of beer, eh? So if you're ever in Pomona, in downtown Pomona, in the Arts yeah. District, mm-hmm. you know, hit them up and tell them the twins sent you, eh? All right, we'll be back to this evening. With some news and dirty laundry, also stay tuned for T Bank straight out of Lagos, Nigeria. The twins rule. We'll be right Shoo!
Alyssa Martinez, your loca host of Maz TV. Just wanted to check in with y'all and let you know to catch our show every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Channel 20, DirecTV, Dish, and AT&T Uverse. Tune in. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. Yeah, and we're also doing it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Just make sure that you look for our station on there. It's Twin Talk Cast Radio. That's two words. Twin Talk Cast Radio. Tonight, <laughs> stay tuned tonight, straight out of Lagos, Nigeria, from the motherland. The uh, pop hip-hop duo, twins, eh? They're twins. Uh, they're called T-Banks. They're going to they're gonna be calling in, and uh, we're going to share their track, uh, World Champion. This is a pretty good track, eh? Hey, is that Makes a, you want to dance, eh? Is, is that, that going to be a U.S. debut of their track? Um, I don't. Yeah, I think it is. It's uh, Theo Luis's debut. I'll tell you what. That's how many how many people have we debuted in Theo Luis's garage? We've, um, we've done a lot of that. A lot of debuts, indeed. Uh, so, if you want to know, go to TwinTalkCast.com and click previous podcasts. You'll see Ozo Motley, Candlebox, um, um, you name it, uh, uh, Sunset Riot, uh, a bunch of uh, acts um, performing. <laughs> the Debut, Blue Agave, uh, 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 Marley, um, one of the Marleys was Damien, here. Uh, no. Uh, Bambata Marley. Daniel Bambata Marley was here a couple of times. All as well. these acts perform live here in Theo Lisa's garage, but we don't only do music. You know, we've also had uh, we do we have interviews with uh, subjects like journalists and uh, actors and activists, all here in Theo Lisa's garage, and we're so glad that you're with us every week. So stay tuned for T Banks. They're going to be here with us tonight. Also tonight, we're going to I'll be dropping a Patriot Pass. Don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I'm going to drop something. <laughs> Also, you, at the end of the show, my brother does his chill lounge. The Stick chill lounge, Jay. Stick around for the chill lounge. You know, it's sometimes silly, sometimes profound, but always chill. Hey, man, check it out. Eh? This weekend, have you ever heard of those out-of-body experiences? Of course I have. You know, the out-of-body, you know, I've heard of these out-of-body experiences. You know, like people say that, like either through meditation or when they're asleep. Or they when like, they die, or like they die and come back. And they leave their bodies, right? And they take off. Well, I had one this weekend, man. Okay. I did. And, and tell let, me about it. Let me tell you what's something else. I was laying in bed and I'm like on my side and I could uh, like facing towards my wife. Okay. And for some reason in my sleep, I, I just became conscious in my sleep. Well, okay. You know what I'm saying? And I was conscious in my sleep and I could see with my eyes closed, I could see my wife next to me. And then I realized I'm conscious in my sleep. Okay. You know? And so I was like, wow, this is something else. So let me see. And then I took off out of my body and I ended up in Mexico in where our family's from, uh, from in Hakona. Okay. And it was in the wee hours in the morning, but it wasn't that early where it was like people getting up, like to go to work. It was dark. I saw our, our tia over there with the, a lady, like, you know, probably going to work or something. Um, that's called lucid dreaming. That's actually a name for that. No, Charlie, I was left in my body. Oh, eh? whatever. <laughs> que lucid dreaming ni que nada. I was wide awake. Well, I was asleep and I was conscious. And I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you because after that happened, I passed up my, my auntie. I realized by the time I was getting closer to her <laughs> that I was in a vehicle. In a car, and I passed her out, so she didn't. Were see you me. able to control your dream? Were you like, yes, that's what I'm that's, getting. That's called lucid dreaming. Let me tell you, there's and, a word for it. And lucid so, dreaming. And so I come come back to my body, right, and I'm laying there, and I go, wow, dude, and I could see my wife, right, 
my eyes closed and I'm totally conscious, but I'm asleep and I'm like, wow, if I could do this, if I could really, this is an out of body experience. If I could do this, let me do this on purpose, right? Mm -hmm. So let me just go up to the ceiling and like look at myself, right? Look at, you know how people do, they, they look at themselves and literally I started to get out of my body, elevating over my bed, seeing uh, myself. I had to stop myself. It was the scariest thing, eh? Because I thought I was dying, eh? Maybe you were. I know, I had to stop. I literally stopped. I was, no, no, no. And I came back to my body. I almost died, eh? On purpose. How you like them apples, eh? Well, for a name like Angel, with a name like Angel. Well, you know, I really, what really stopped me is that I didn't know uh, uh, Scarlett Johansson's address, eh? <laughs> How did you pick Mexico as your out-of-body experience location? Actually, Mexico picked me on that one. I didn't know. I didn't know. That was like something that kind of happened. I realized that I was conscious and then, so, and supposed, and then I just kind of took off. And then that's when I realized that I was conscious and having an out of body experience. And then that's when I real and that's when I intended to actually have an out of body experience. And that's when I actually told myself, "Okay, elevate over your bed so you could see yourself." Like when people die, and I started to do that, and I realized, "Hey, people do this when they're dying. Go back, <laughs> <laughs> go back, go back." It scared me, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. There's that guttural bass beat. <laughs> Man, but I wish I would have found uh, Scarlet's <laughs> You know, you could really, like, some, you could talk yourself into a joke and then right out of it. <laughs> okay, there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That guttural beat that grabs you from the loin and says, the loins and says, ah, it's time to listen. Because the multimedia journalist from NBC and Telemundo is here with the pink headphones, with the skinny on all the news, the dirty laundry. It's time for <laughs> some news and dirty laundry with Jackie Casas. Woo! Shoo! Welcome back, Jackie. Hi, guys. How are you, babe? Hi, Jackie. Good. I really like that story, Angel. I got the bored of body some, one. I got to admit, you... you, you you can talk yourself into an interesting story, a joke, and then you just keep going. That point you gotta take, stop it. Point taken. Well, he's what? trying to make a point. Right, eh? Yeah, he was doing like a bed of nails point. <laughs> <laughs> That's fascinating. But, but wasn't it, it, wasn't but, it? Did you ever have anything like that? Uh, no, I don't there think we go. I've ever There we go. There we go. We're on like that, that topic before. again. Yeah. No, I don't believe so. <laughs> but there was this little boy, uh, I can't remember his name right now, who wrote a book about how he supposedly went to heaven. He was, I believe, sick, and he went to heaven, and he talked about how he met God and how he had this sort of what you're saying, out-of-body experience. A book was published, and now he's saying he's admitted that it was a lie. No, uh, are you kidding me? They made, made a movie, they made a movie of he it. He made it up. He did? He made it up. <laughs> but he was he, like four years old. How could yeah, he make up such he a He said that he just wanted attention. Wow. So he's fully admitted it. He's an adult publisher now. publisher has... I'm sorry? He's an adult now. No, he's not an adult. No, he's, he's still a he's, kid. He's still a kid. So the publisher has pulled the book from uh, from the uh, book stands, and he, you know, it was such a... Uh, Heaven uh, is for real is the name Heaven of the book. They made a real. movie out of it. Such a big deal um, book and story. And we're like, oh my gosh, this little boy met God and went to heaven. And came back, and he's saying that he just wanted some attention. But I thought some of that had to do with the fact that they he actually saw family members that he would have never known, and he was naming them, and so they they believed him. I don't. You know what? I I think 
you know, well, my story was for real. Eh? Well, I you, promised you. But I, let me tell you, you know, if that's the case, you know, they should pull a lot of the news out there. Eh? A lot of these stories you see out there aren't real, like the presidents and the politicians, their backgrounds and shit. <laughs> and shit. Uh, well, it was shocking. The the the, the just came messed- out a couple of days ago. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Because I didn't know that there was a book, there was a movie. Right. I mean, you have to be he, a he really was, committed liar. He was he was three years old, <laughs> to, and to so now he's like, now he's like fourteen. Yeah, he's like a teenager, wow. and uh, and after all of this mumbo jumbo. Maybe his conscience was just, you know, biting too much at him that he realized that, ooh, just kidding. Yeah. You know, if you're going to lie, you're not going to lie about God, eh? I he's gonna meet get... God. <laughs> Maybe he won't go to heaven I, anymore. I'm, I'm just blown away. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm blown away by this because, I, I you know, I, I'm, I think I even bought the book for my goddaughter. Oh, sad days! And you know what? I just I just looked. <laughs> well, this don't up. tell her, eh? Just like the, just like Santa Claus, eh? Just keep it like the Easter Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually really good a good story, and I know this wasn't planned to be in your on your rundown, but but I just found it, and it says I found it here on on a website called Puppet Pulpit and Pen, mm-hmm. and it says the boy who came back from heaven recants story rebukes Christians, rebukes Christians, Christian retailers. He says. So what is it? What's the true story? He came back from hell. (laughs) I was kidding. eh? I was really in hell. I didn't want to admit it. (laughs) He says the co-author. I was in denial. The the co-author of the boy who came back from from heaven. Wait, is that the same book? That's a different book. That's a different book. Your book that you bought for your goddaughter. Yeah. Well, good. Then you'd have to take it back. You know, I'm just saying, sorry, Mija, just kidding. <laughs> oh, this is a different one I'm looking at. Uh, well, I well, I just go, okay, what do we got with the news? Well, what other news in Dirty Laundry do you have for us? Let's get started with tonight's news. Uh, President Obama delivered a State of the Union address tonight focusing on helping the middle class, highlighting his tax proposals and targeting the wealthy and big banks, even as Republicans voiced some opposition. The president called for tax reform that eliminates corporate-friendly loopholes, highlighted his proposal for free community <clears throat> college, which has um, caused this quite some controversy when it was announced a couple of weeks ago and defended his military campaign in Syria and Iraq. The president entered the House chamber at his highest political standing since Democrats suffered a crushing defeat in the November midterm elections. This was lifted by an improving economy and public approval ratings that just hit 50 percent for the first time in nearly two years. In recent weeks, Obama has toured the country trying to build some momentum for this particular speech and put Republicans on the defensive. Hey, so so he's doing tax reform. What is that? Okay, that's just a, a word for saying I'm raising the taxes on the wealthy and cutting back on their tax breaks. And one thing that really bugs me about that is that the president said, you know, the whole Robin Hood thing, you know, where they're going to is going to raise taxes on wealthy Americans and their investments and financial institutions and use that money to foot the bill for free community college and new tax credits for child care. He also wants to have a free Wi-Fi but in, I t- uh, in public I tell you something. This is, this is all. Let me tell you something. Realize what's going on here. It's you're basically it's a redistribution of wealth, taxing the rich for being rich. That's all he's doing. But that's doing. something he 
he's kind what's, of like been sitting on for a long what, time. What is, that doesn't make been, it right. What is wrong for his... taxing the rich for being rich? What is wrong with that? Look, I mean, they tax the poor for being poor, so tax the rich for being rich. That's funny you say that because if you talk about the poor, they don't pay taxes. They're poor. We? You mean we, Jose? Y- yes. You mean we? We don't. We're poor. We're poor. Okay. We're uh, like poor. We're uh, like. You know, I mean, when it comes to like, I don't think we're poor in the sense of like, you know, I'm I'm totally blessed. I have everything yeah, that yeah, I yeah, really yeah, need yeah, to survive. Yeah, good, but like good. on the the economic financial thing, you you know, we live by check by according, check. According, but so, but according to Obama, I'm rich. According to Obama, I make a lot of money. So therefore, my health insurance is doubled. My tax, um, forty five percent of my weekly check is gone. I could show you my stubs. Forty-five percent of my check, okay, and so that is that is counterintuitive. That actually, and not only does it take money from you after working your butt off and earning the money, um, but it also it's counterintuitive. It makes a person not want to work. Not me, but why would you want to work so hard and be wealthy when the government's going to take it off? Why would I just stay at a lower tax bracket where I can get all the free school, <laughs> the free health insurance, and blah blah blah? So. I mean, what's going to what I can't, incentive, I can't believe, incentivizes you? I can't believe that, Jose. The, 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 I actually know someone who did that, which I think is. I know several the people who, do who that. did what? Who did what? Were they quit, did, quit their job a few months early before the end of the year? Yes, because if they kept continued working, then they'd be bumped up a tax bracket. Yes. And then they would have to pay tax. No, that actually, higher, I, but I think it's just range. absolute stupidity. No, it's not stupidity. I mean, it's not something I would do. But think about it. There well, are, this particular person is because now they're relying on their parents' income. Yeah. <laughs> barely making enough money. This person okay. has a child, has a husband. Hello, I, you're an idiot. But I know okay, several. So. I know several people <laughs> who are in a professional field who make decent money, mm-hmm. and they only work and they're freelance, and they only work X amount of months. And 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 live off the money that they have left over for those few months because they work anymore. That's all going to be. Ta- they've actually figured out how much money they make. Uh, uh, their, uh, what their income level that's will be. That's pretty awesome. So, Basically, so, yes. what so you're saying awesome. is, even if the rich were to be taxed, people would figure out a way to get out of it. No, the people. No, okay. Who are the people? The rich or the people? It's not. About, think rich about it. Or the people? Okay. There would be some sort of loophole. But, that, but see what find. I'm saying? It de-incentivizes. What incentive does a person have to do to to become wealthy if they want to do or okay. build a business? Okay, so what or, you're, or be self-sufficient. So what you're saying is this. Okay. I'm going to be rich so I don't have to pay taxes. No, that's not what I'm that's saying. That's what you're saying, Jose. No, cause, because that's what they, that, you know, I'm not, I have nothing. All, that, I have where nothing did against, that come from? I have, that's exactly, that's what you're saying. I have no, nothing not, against not at the all. rich. I do have a problem with high profit margins, CEOs making trillions of dollars, uh, uh, and, and the, uh, the, that money wealth not trickling down to the labor force, which is the biggest bulk of the money makers. Yeah, you could say, oh, well, they provided a job. Okay. Yeah, but we did the job. Okay. We do the job. We're okay. the workforce. And if they're there for, if, if we have a few big rich companies there, they're not there because, you know, uh, on their own merit, somehow they 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 cheated, they lied, and they steal. Okay, they and all steal. And all rich people, and all bought, rich people, bought a politician or two. All rich people know? are are stealing whatever. Okay. No, I'm not. But, but the but, ones in control are. But let me respond to you here. First of all, it's a big big lie to say that. First of all, all poor people pay more taxes, and that middle class or whatever. 
Look, the majority of the taxes in U.S. income taxes are actually paid by the rich. Okay, let me finish. How many people, raise your hand listening to this, get a tax return and they buy their big screen TV at the end of the year or whatever they do or go on their vacations? Most people you and I know live on that tax return that they get. What does that say? That they didn't pay taxes. The taxes come back to them at the end of the year. And bottom line, they're also in the lower tax bracket. The majority, it's a statistics show, listen, look at this. This is from CNN Money. And everyone knows that money, I mean, that CNN is not a very, you know, conservative, <laughs> you know. I uh, didn't know that. You know, network. I didn't know that. But it says here, the top 10% of taxpayers paid over 70% of the total in amount collected in federal income taxes in 2010. And that's typical. They pay, they pay over 70%. You want to know why? Because the people who are below the brackets, one, don't pay taxes, or they get their tax return. Okay? So it's a big misnomer to say that the rich don't pay taxes. Granted, there are tax incentives for people who make certain money or or even in business. You don't even have to be rich and have a business and benefit from tax incentives and still be broke. Because it, why is that, Angel? It's made to incentivize business building. Why? Because business building creates jobs and an economy. Okay? And the minute you start taking more and more of those things away, you de-incentivize. Jackie made up a comment about that, and I know <laughs> people like that also. That sounds like a song. It's true, and you know what? If, if anyone knows about the whole, you know, government and the powers that be want to be taking over, you talk about it all the time. What better way to say, "Hey, we'll keep you in, we'll keep them in control by saying we'll give them free college tuition, tell them the rich are paying for it because they what? deserve to what's, pay for it, and then we we control everything." What's What's wrong with free college? Tuition? Tuition. It's not that on the What's on the face. It's not that? the face of it. It's how it's being done. It's not free. It's not free. Hey, that health insurance that everyone's getting free. I'm paying twice as much for my right. health insurance. Well, see, so somebody else. Yeah, could but have see, it. So Jose, it's not free. But see, that's what taxes are for. That taxes are for for those kind of things. That's what I think they should be for. It, they're going to take taxes anyways from out of my out of my check, and uh, you know so. I don't even count it, you know. I don't get angry. Okay. I don't get angry okay. because you know what? It's the law of the land. Okay. No matter what I do, I'm going to pay it. But what I do hope is that it's going. So, like, if somebody is, is getting welfare or free college, then you know, in my in my heart and in my mind, I'm giving it to God. Angel, God I didn't will say. Do, well, what I second, I'm talking. So, if if it goes to free college, then I'm not. I'm okay with it. Now, if it goes to buy a billion dollars worth of uh, military and stuff like that now i have a problem Angel, here's unfortunately a, i have nothing to say about it so in my eyes it's going to god i never said you can i don't i, I shouldn't pay taxes but we, but yeah but you me. have a problem with you have a problem with with uh with uh big companies not uh, uh getting taxed but then you have a problem with people I'm getting not, your taxes. i'm not saying that i'm not saying that angel i'm saying that the that it's a big farce to when people believe that the rich are not paying taxes and that's why the poor are poor. When in reality, the rich pay 70% of the taxes and the majority of Americans, 50% of the population does not pay taxes. Where do you so get that? I don't understand look, if they pay 70%. Of, what you're saying is that 70% of the taxes being paid, the rich do it? Or are you saying that they're paying 70% of their income? 
in taxes. 70% of the income tax paid in the United States is paid by the top 10%. Okay, but see, you need to look at it uh, as a proportionately correct based on the amount of money that people make. And I think that's the reform we're talking about. Is that That's you- not the reform we're talking about because the president said when he, when he ran for president the first time that he's going to tax the rich and take away that tax break so that everyone can get – how much was it? Everyone got $2,000 back in their tax reform. Oh, yeah, we got a free cell phone. Oh, yeah, we get 2000 back. Guess what? Those a majority of the people that got taxed were 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 people like uh, higher taxes were people like myself uh, that are middle income and not rich people. What are you showing me? <laughs> Just write things yeah, down. I, I, I even when I write things down, you ask me on the air. Oh, what are you showing me? Well, I'm I'm sorry. Dude. On, this is radio. This isn't television. Well, anyway, but that's the thing. I'm not saying that the the. That the that I should that the poor should pay more and the rich should pay less. What I'm saying is that it's a big lie. It's not true, and they're taxing more and more on the so-called rich, and it's hurting small business. It's hurting economy. It's hurting jobs, and then also it's hurting H E R D I N G hurting the masses. The masses will be more and more indebted to the so-called government for their education, for their health care. And by the way, I do have a problem with paying double for my health care so that someone else could get it free. I was paying for years out of pocket, uh, already paying a lot for my health care, a lot. And then they doubled it and nothing changed. (laughs) I'm still the same person. I'm still as healthy. I'm still making the same amount of money. But guess what? Somebody else is getting free health care, and I got to pay double, and it's and it's hurting me. That's that's wrong. That's not right. I feel you. Uh, hey, did you know some? Uh, we got a friend request from Mark Rocha. It's been there for months. Uh- <laughs> Mike Rocha? You mean the guy that we fought in high school? <laughs> hey, Mike. Not Mark. 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 Mark Rocha. Hey, Mark. Not. <laughs> All right, we're going to the next are such bullies. You think you're so cool because you're twins. <laughs> you know, here's the deal. The irony is that this guy was being a jerk to to us all the time, and we let him be. His, we let him be. He was a bully because he was a bully, but we ignored it. Didn't bother me until one day I was at the supermarket with my mother, and there he was, and he started chiding my mother. And so I was really upset. I didn't do anything at the supermarket. And I told my mom, Mom, tomorrow I'm going to go kick that guy's ass. (laughs) My mom said nothing. She didn't say, no, mijo, don't do that. I went home and I told Angel, Mark Rocha was there talking shit to me and my mom. He says, you was? I said, yeah, let's go kick his ass. (laughs) So the next day I approached him. I kicked his ass. Then Angel approached him, kicked his ass. And then the next day, it was the next day. Yeah. And then you fought him. No, you fought him at lunch. No, no, no. And then I fought him at the bus stop. No, we both fought him. I I fought him at the bus (laughs) stop. And then you had your chair with him. And then remember Lisa? Lisa Lira no, comes in. One of the twins. Yes. It was two twin girls. Yes, she there was a twin girl. She was a twin girl, and there was there was twin girls, right? And one of them was really tough. And I had Mark Rocha in a headlock, and so he's facing down, right? And he's big, right? So he's kind of like <laughs> lifting me off the ground, and I'm trying to hold my balance. And my brother's socking him in the headlock. I was trying. I wasn't hitting him that good because he I was moving around. But and then Lisa, Lisa the- Lira, she had these big. Her arms were big, bigger than mine, and. 
popped him in the head. Two or three times popped him, man. The next day, he had the biggest shiner that I got the credit for. Everybody yeah. thought I did it, eh? <laughs> But it was Lisa Lira, one of the twins, Oh, eh? my God. It was hilarious. Shoot. I just want to make sure you didn't forget the tortillas at the supermarket, right, Jose? <laughs> you remember the tortillas. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the thing about it is that is that Mark Rocha was a big, big guy, and he was a bully. And Lisa Lira, Lira was one of the people that he bullied. Ah. You know what I'm saying? So when, when I had the guy in a headlock, she saw an opportunity and she I usually them. don't promote fighting, <laughs> but, but hey, this he, sounds like something he like he a well-deserved booger he deserved who it. needed a good smacking around. He, yeah, I we, wish I was there so I could have given him a good backhand. Okay, yeah. so I'm Wellington. not going to delete this friend request. I'm just going to let him linger in purg- purgatory, stay there. Yeah, purgatory for a while. You <laughs> know what, Mike Rocha? You're a Mark, jerk. Mark Rocha is a jerk talking Mark trash to my mom. Rocha. And now look at this. Now you want to be friends with these guys. Guess what? You sit there and listen to us. And we'll let you know when you get accepted. Oh, All right, guys, moving on. Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe condemned an unacceptable the threat to the lives of two Japanese uh, captives by Islamic State militants and said the international community should not give in to terrorism. This was at a press conference that he spoke at in Jerusalem this week, added that Japan would do its utmost to secure the captives' safe release. The Islamic State group, which holds territory in Iraq and Syria, issued a video online showing two Japanese captives and demanding $200 million dollars from the Japanese government to save their lives. <laughs> I got, s- send them some talk, Brahmin, eh? <laughs> I got to tell you about about these ISIS groups. First of all, all those videos that they put out, they're pretty pretty high production value. I mean, they, they the lighting's awesome. It's it looks like a, a scene it's out of Star Wars. It's not hard to make good videos nowadays. You just get an iPhone, you flip whatever little shooting uh, but, editor video. But, you're going to hurt my brother. <laughs> but think about it. They're doing... Two camera shoots. They're editing to, from a front shot to a profile shot. They're doing close-ups. and I mean, they really put work into this. So It's ridiculous. amazing. But I'll say this. These savages, these jerks, these low-life scums. These freaking Mike Roaches. I'm here to say <laughs> it. Listen to me, ISIS mother effers. I don't usually cuss on television, but I'm pissed off. I'm an inf- but you do on radio, right? I'm, in, I'm, an, yeah, right. I, I'm an infidel. And I'm proud of it, all right? <laughs> and you guys can all go to hell. Uh, but if I you thought look your at, name was Jose, not Fidel. Eh? But if you look at this video, <laughs> Fidel. you got to see these Fidel two. Castro, eh? you got to see those two <laughs> Japanese guys. They look like samurais. They're actually really, they got this stoic, tough face. Like, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, and, and I will die for my country. I will commit Harry Carey even before you <laughs> for my country. Curry. These what guys got balls. One of them um, is a journalist who was actually looking for a story and happened, <laughs> happened to go to Syria. Yeah. And another one was a, a man, a homeless man, who was just kind of venturing around and they ended up in Syria ended up in a wrong um, place clearly and they were held captive by ISIS. The Prime Minister had actually just pledged $200 million in non-military aid for countries contending with um, the Islamic State. So he was helping like Jerusalem, like Israel. Like welfare, helping like a welfare type and they're still beheading him. So if if this journalist makes it back he's going to be shorter, eh? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna be about a foot short. <laughs> you know what? This situation, I don't really, I don't think it's funny. It's horrible. Hey man, you don't ISIS, look that tall anymore. <laughs> ISIS has to stop, dude. They've, they've, we've got to stop them, dude. These guys are just 
Did you see that they were actually throwing gays off a tower? No. Yeah, and they shot Where? a video of it in the Middle East somewhere. Dude. I, I, and but, they shot video of it and throwing a, the gays off a tower. You know what, what, what trips me out is this, okay? Now, back in the day when supposedly they bombed us, I don't know if it was Iraq or Afghanistan or one of those countries, right? And then George Bush sends everybody over there because the axis of evil is over there, right? And they send all these military over there to take down, who were they? The Taliban, right? Yeah, the Taliban. The Taliban who had guns and, and military, and they still dressed like, you know, like with dresses and, and turbans, like in the day. And <laughs> dresses. And, 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 and now, I mean, and, and, and we find out that they were actually uh, trained by the CIA years before yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. now we have ISIS, mm-hmm. and these guys are like, these guys are like high tech. Look at those pictures, dude. They not only put on high tech videos, they've got high tech gear. But they they're, totally, they're, they're so, being funded by, by, you know, but obviously big oil rich, uh, company, uh, I mean, countries like Syria and, and what have you. So they are being funded. And those are oil rich countries, you know, so they're being funded. Who, who we're buying from, who we're buying oil from. That's why we just got to change that and do go solar. You know, pedal, pedal, I'm right up totally high. Totally Angel. for solar panels, but have you seen the houses with solar panels? They look so ugly. Oh, <laughs> let me go to my brother. Can they res- figure out something to make it a little bit more nicer? nicer. Yeah, I agree with you. Okay, Angel. Um, okay, let's say you and I decide to ride a bike to work, okay? But, you know, everything else, our food, you know, our products, those things move on gasoline. Right. Airplanes, trains, diesel, trucks, and boats, which require fuel. So let's not simplify the situation. What we need to do, if you want to talk about being independent of those countries, is drill here. There's plenty of oil here. There's plenty of oil in Canada. And if you want to go to the more green, um, you know, um, energy efficient way to do it and ecological way to do it, start drilling here immediately so that we're no more longer reliant on those countries. And then take the time that we have that oil here and no longer reliant on them and and spending less money on that and, and, learn, then, and learn how to go green. And how, and if you need to just hire a Mexican to pedal your bike for uh, you, right? There's a lot of guys looking for work out here. Uh-uh. No, but you know what? Uh, you know, I'm, I, we need to become independent of oil because oil is everything, plastics and everything. I agree with you. I do. You know what? But I think we should move away from oil. Well, anyway, I think I, I think most people agree with that. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not feasible to be a hundred percent, even ninety five percent, even sixty percent of of crude oil because everything moves on that now. It would take a lifetime to get there. So, in the meantime, I'm sorry, we gotta we gotta hold it down in the Middle East. We do, we do. So, you think we should continue a presence over there? I, I think that the only way to keep it stable is to have a presence over there. Angel, I'm sorry. It I just don't, exists. I don't think so. I think it's unstable well, look partly what happen- because okay. we're there. Look what because happen- we've been there for a long time, just like on, on, on uh, the uh, uh, the uh, like on the Latin American countries. And even in, in Africa, we have uh, where people are uh, other co- European countries, Anglo countries or are actually have had occupation there for hundreds of years. And let's talk about okay. Angel. Let's talk hundreds of years. And, you, and 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 what has what has happened in that time is because people are uh, private entities are have invested in those governments so that they can uh, uh, 
exploit the resources while exploiting the people of the land. Whatever, dude. And oppressing the people of the land. And what happens, in the, what happens is a few people are in control. Okay, let's go back to the control. Middle East stabilization. So, let's go back to the stabilization. To go exactly to your point. Uh-huh. Remember, well, we're, right now we're talking about ISIS. What happened with ISIS? The minute the president um, of the United States started pulling out uh, those from Iraq, you know, the troops from Iraq, which he, he promised to do, and he said he did do it, and he did. That's when ISIS took over Iraq, went over and took over the border of Syria. And that's a fact. I'm sorry that you don't like to hear it, but it's a fact. If we had not pulled out, they would not have taken over. Everyone knows that. Sure, everyone wants the troops out. Maybe. But unfortunately, it, it strengthened ISIS. Maybe they had to rethink that. And that's a perfect example of why I believe you are wrong. Hey, remember Irene Veramontes? Yeah, of course. She got a boob job. What she is, wait, why she you, changed her name. It's Iraq now. <laughs> oh, that's Iraq. Why did you mention <laughs> why did you mention an an actual Irene an actual person? You think she's gonna get mad about this? <laughs> I mean, if you get a boob job... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Her name is Iraq. If you get a boob <laughs> oh job, gosh. I'm pretty sure you wouldn't mind it being addressed and noticed on live radio. I'm sorry. You got a boob job for a reason. You don't mind the attention. <laughs> Moving on to some attention getters worth a selfie that has caused some controversy uh, at the Miss Universe pageant. Uh, Doran Matalone posted a photo of herself with Miss Lebanon, Miss Slovenia, and Miss Japan on Instagram. Lebanese beauty queen Sally Greed face calls um, for her to be stripped of her title for posing with the the representative from her country's bitter enemy. She uh, ah. said one of her hobbies is reading and that she should have known Lebanon and Israel are enemies. And she sniped at one of the critics on uh, Lebanese TV. So she said that she was taking a selfie with the other Miss Beauty pageant, a uh, Miss Universe Beauty pageant uh, contestants, and that Miss Israel jumped in into the selfie. So she got photobombed. So she got photobombed. Miss Israel? So all these people... <laughs> of course. <laughs> so all these people from Lebanon are saying, like, how dare you pose, you know, with one of our, you know, enemies or whatever. <laughs> I mean, and, and so Lebanon has been... Miss Lebanon has been straying away huh. from Miss Israel. And Miss Israel was the one that commented and saying, like, it's really sad that in, I'm paraphrasing, basically in a lifetime type of experience, this is being brought to us when we're just, you know, we're just trying to be Miss Universe here. You know, the thing about it is, you know, Miss Israel photobombed this other Miss Universe contestant. You know, I, I think it coming from Israel, you know, <laughs> Uh, the thing, what? at least, at least they didn't bulldoze her house and take <laughs> take it. I away. have here exactly what Miss Israel said, which she said: "Too bad you cannot put the hostility out of the game only for three weeks of an experience of a lifetime that we can meet girls from around the world and also from the neighboring country." I'm that trying is. to find that picture. I don't see it. You know what? The sad thing is that these girls are freaking beautiful, They're gorgeous, and uh, instead what, what? of kind of looking at uh, you know how hot they are. You know, they're being criticized. Which because, one's a photobomber? Uh, Miss Israel, right over here. Oh, sure. If you look up the selfie, uh, it's Miss Israel that's on the left side, Miss Lebanon that's right next to her, Miss Slovenia right next to her, and then Miss Japan I over to the right I'm corner. I'm not getting it. Who took the photo? Um, I'm not. I think it was Miss Israel who took it. So Lebanon jumped in? I mean, there's. No, supposedly Miss Israel jumped in. 
and took that selfie with everybody. Oh, what the hell's wrong with that? That's sisterhood. That's well, unity. not a problem. Nobody had a problem. Not even Miss Lebanon herself had a problem not. with it until all these critics from Lebanon and anti-Israel people <laughs> started making <laughs> comments about that. That's not cool. She well, should not be posing next. to Well, Ms. maybe maybe Miss Lebanon should not have been running for it. If that's the case, maybe they should say, well, she shouldn't be taking part in anything. I mean, it's just utterly ridiculous. Utterly but ridiculous. I mean, they've been they've been battling each other bit. for for decades. I don't know. Maybe this is just kind of shows sort of our technology today that selfies are the things that you do. Back in the day, this wasn't a problem, and now we're putting it on the f- forefront of our social media. So I'd say poo-poo, critics. <laughs> poo-poo. <sighs> Let them have a good time. Yeah, they're fucking it. gorgeous, and they're. Running for Miss Universe. And frankly, they're being, said poo-poo. And frankly, they're doing what they should be doing, which is being, you know, sisters uh, in the same planet or under the same gods or whatever. I mean, whatever you want to say. They're sisters. <laughs> they're sisters. I mean, they're just uh, yeah, human beings. They're just, you At know. the end of the day, isn't this like a scholarship program? <laughs> what <You're> the right. <laughs> fudge? <laughs> It's a freaking scholarship program, people. Shut up. Read a book. Plant a tree and keep your mouth shut. It's amazing at, how at least, she, at least she didn't get human bombed. That is true. <laughs> All right, guys. Moving on to our next story. A UK family is crying party foul after their five-year-old was billed for missing a classmate's birthday celebration. Now they're also being threatened with legal action should they refuse to pay. Cornwall residents Derek Nash and Tanya Walsh said they were shocked when their son Alex arrived home from preschool with an envelope stuffed in his backpack. Inside, there was a formal invoice from another mother, Julie Lawrence, for about $24 of uh, a payment due, apparently for failing to show up to an RSVP at uh, her son's birthday party. <laughs> it was an invoice for a child no-show fee for the party, and it is a full-on proper invoice with full details, including bank details, her email address, and her name. After the, um, they expressed some frustration to the teacher that actually stuffed the little boy's backpack with the envelope, um, they said that they did not have such a good uh, conversation with the mom about what went down. The parents claimed that they had an uh, like an outing with the little boy's grandparents. And the little boy decided to spend time with his grandparents so they couldn't go. And the mom claims that she had no way to get in contact of the classmate's mom, Julie, um, because it was during holidays. So there was uh, she didn't have her number. She didn't have her email. So she just didn't take the little boy. I think Julie needs to take it easy, eh? Just take it easy, okay? There's a lot of birthday parties coming up. And if this is the way you handle them, I don't think you better be throwing any parties. It's just, eh? you know what? It's so unappreciative. Not everybody goes. The reason why, I know the reason why in our culture people throw parties and they can go lavish, <laughs> you know, in our culture. And they really can't afford them, but they do. It's just to have everyone there. I mean, you'd be better off just buying the gifts for your kids and you'll save a lot more. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You want to share it with family and friends. So you buy food and you buy music yeah. and you buy drink and you feed and you and the libations and the dancing and you're 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 in the red 
I think it's pretty tacky what that lady Julie did. But it's $24 of an invoice. I mean, if you're going to throw a party, maybe you can't afford it. But you should be able to afford a $24 amount. Yeah. But there was actual response online. This story has kind of blown up. This is from the UK in Little Bitty Cornwall. This has gone oh all God. over international about these no-shows of people. Uh, there were some comments on, on, on the story of a woman who said, so does this mean I can build a 15 people that didn't show up to my wedding? It was $75 per person. Mm. So <laughs> um, does this mean that I can send an invoice to that people? There were several people that said, Hey, you know what? It's rude. It's it's disrespectful. You plan ahead. You ask for RSVPs. That's the point of RSVPs. But there was other people who said, "Hey, you know what? There's such things as illness, emergency, or quite frankly, he wanted to hang out with his grandparents." Hey, two two wrongs don't make a right. You're you're right. It may be rude that you say you're going to go and then you don't go and then you don't call, but it is rude to kind of send back a. Uh, an invoice like that. I think it's silly. It's ridiculous. Here's the deal. You know what's worse, though, is when people, when you invite like two people and they say, okay, two of us are coming and they bring like everybody. Eh? That is true. That's, that's another now that, one. That's where I would say the etiquette Remember that? That happened, <laughs> that happened at my wedding, eh? Yeah. We invited so many people. Like, I don't know how many people came. We didn't have any chairs But for you also got to put into, uh, whenever you do a party like this, a big event, you do have to plan for those no-shows as well as those non-invited shows. So, I mean, so just put it in your budget, dude. That is so wrong, dude. Those people should... Are, you know what? I hope nobody goes to their kids' yeah, next me birthday too. party. Poor I, hope, kid. I hope everyone RSVPs. Poor kid. And no no shows. one shows up. <laughs> well, there, there's been some back and forth via Facebook, and this is essentially why this story caught wind uh, to the media, because there was some ongoing Facebook uh, conversations between both of the moms. Initially, the parents of the five-year-old little boy who didn't show up apologized and said, we're so sorry. This is what happened. And then Julie, the mom of the little boy, who if I were that little boy, I'd be mortified, um, is saying, uh-uh, my number was on that invitation. You could have gotten a hold of me. You RSVP'd. So now we're gonna, I'm probably going to take you to court, which is kind of ridiculous because I think yeah. court is like several hundred dollars for this even to be processed. You got to do it the way we used to do it. eh? And it saves a lot of money this way. And, and, and you know what? It, and it's pretty awesome. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> okay, Chuck E. Cheese pizza, right? First of all, you can go over there. You don't even just tell your kid, oh, it's your birthday, baby. We're going to throw you a party. You don't even have to invite anybody. Just show up. There's a bunch of parties in there and just get in there with your child. Your child will never know, right? Just get in there with those parties. And to top it off, if you get tired, they stamp they stamp their hands and they won't let them out. And this, You can leave them in there, right? Leave them and come back. Eh? <laughs> Just ask somebody nearby, like, hey, can I have a birthday hat? And then you put it on your son. Here you go, mijo. Yeah. Happy birthday, Go baby. have fun, mijo. I'll be back in a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucked up. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty awesome, though. <laughs> All right, guys, moving on. So did you know tomorrow, January 21st, is International Hug Day? Whoa! Or maybe to some of those who are listening to us from Africa, maybe it already is International Hug Day. <laughs> right, for them. it is the twenty first. It's there. like yeah. five in the morning over maybe there. Maybe it is already a uh, uh, time uh, for them to give themselves a hug. Good morning, Lagos. International Hugging Day was created in nineteen eighty six here nationally and has since gone international. It was chosen because it marks the midpoint between Christmas and Valentine's Day, where people seem to be at their emotional low point. <laughs> 
right. The holiday was created. Um, it felt like uh, Americans are embarrassed to show their feelings in public and hope that National Hug Day would change that. It's funny. So, oh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. It's true. So here, there are some actual benefits to hugging. So this is something we should all do all the time. It's studies show <laughs> that human contact has many health benefits and that the human touch can improve both psychological and physical development. And, can and ha- erectile dysfunction. Too. There you go. <laughs> you know, you mentioned that here in America, what was the line you said that in America we don't do it often? People enough? are We don't do it as often because we're a little bit more embarrassed of physical contact. And you know, it's interesting about, you know, 15 years ago or whatever when, when, uh, when Telemundo was purchased by KM, by NBC Network, and then eventually, uh, I think it was 10 years ago, whatever, when they moved in together in Los Angeles, where the Telemundo outfit moved from Glendale to the Burbank lot. Yeah, I remember that. And they that. moved into the same newsroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the Opposite NBC, walls, yeah, the, I know. They, they were in the same big, large newsroom, and the NBC people were just beside it. So, like, what the heck? Because all of the Latinos, when they say hello, it's a big hug and a kiss. Yeah. And they were like, everyone at KBC is like, uh, they weren't used to this. Remember I've that? actually heard that there were some HR complaints. Yes, they because were. Because of some personal space violations <laughs> by our, our typical Latino yeah. greeting. Yeah, the, uh, two kiss, a kiss on each cheek. A hug and a pat in the ass. Well, I mean, there, shouldn't uh, <laughs> have been, there shouldn't have been any complaints because it actually helps build your immune system, decrease your uh-huh. risk of heart disease, and decreases the levels of stress hormone in women it's been shown that a couple who hugs for 20 seconds has a higher level of oxytocin and that those who were in a loving relationship uh, exhibited a highest increase in some leaven so yeah so so 20 seconds oxytocin goes up yes you know what i i i personally really like a hug Come here. I really... Hug me, Jackie. Here. Okay, let me give you guys... Hold on a second. Give me a hug. Let me give you guys... Hold on. Give me a hug. Hold on. Let me give you guys Group hug. Hugging 101, <laughs> because we do know that there are different hugs, right? Okay. Well, okay. Let, me, let me break it down to you. Yes, all right, all right. I like it. <laughs> uh, the strongest hug to be considered in the hugging world is the bear hug. Okay. okay. The bear hug. It's the strongest one. It's supposedly, uh, it gives you instantly reassurance and affection and that people that tend to use bear hugs when they are excited or they want to display strong affection. You know, when you mentioned bear hug, it made me think of the time I was about a year ago in Las, in San Francisco covering the, 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 uh, the Supreme Court ruling on Proposition 8, 8 or on, you know, on gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And there was a shot on Instagram that I, I couldn't have taken credit for where these two burly men were standing outside the city hall, the uh, <clears throat> rainbow flag above them, burly, hairy men, <laughs> very macho looking, totally, they were lovers, totally hugging in celebration of the, you know, of their victory, you know, of being able to get married. And that made me think of that. It was a pretty manly hug but they were in love it was Aww. interesting well another common hug however it was the it's the least affectionate one is the side to side hug it's something we see almost every day and it's a casual hug that allows us to demonstrate our affection for one another without being too intimate it's also practical if you're walking or sitting down next to someone and you want to just show them a little bit of 
love. <laughs> uh, the heart-centered hug is one we all enjoy. It's a slow, intimate, and well-needed heart hug. It can lift anyone's spirit, and is the perfect way to show close family and friends how much you care. Uh, and there's also the last one, which tends to be more of a relationship one. It's the it's the hug from the back. Which usually couples will do, where they embrace themselves from the back or their waist, which of course shows affection and love. And my personal favorite hug. And it's actually really good if you want to do a little humping. <laughs> yes, or if you want to notify your partner <laughs> that you want to have some humping. Then, then there's the uh, then there's the uh, the hand in the crack hug. Okay, move on. <laughs> you keep getting... I mean, you just go eye off, dude. So, you, you on January t- 21st, make sure to hug a friend, hug your dog, and hug your man and your what's, lady. What's wrong with that? It's International uh, Hugging Day. Did I just do a... Hu- uh, uh, that uh, maybe be like a version of the side-to-side hug. Side-to-side? So, the side-to-side hug is, you know, when you're walking, whatever. That could be like a like a modified version. I really like... like modified version. I like hugs. <laughs> I like moving when, the cheeks side to side. I like a, I like a hug. <laughs> you I, go on that side. This one comes on this side. I like a hug. <laughs> I think hugs are good. I like giving hugs. I like the side hug when you go up to someone that you uh, like, you know, uh, <laughs> and you just give them the old over the shoulder uh, on the shoulders kind of buddy hug. Mm-hmm. I do that often to you know friends or coworkers. Then there's a, the chest pump one too. The guys when they they shake hands. And and, oh, and they pump their head, their chest, one. Yeah, and then one. one hand goes behind their back. That is a good yeah. Jackie knows that. One. She does a chest pump all the time. Yeah. See, there's all <laughs> sorts of different hugs, guys. Yeah. So tomorrow on January 21st or today for those listening to Africa or, you know, wherever. For those of you the that butt are... cheek side to side hug. For those of you who <laughs> are already there tomorrow, <laughs> hug one another. It is International Hug Day. Yeah. And on that note, that's it. That's it. That's, that's all I have, Jackie guys. Casas with the news and dirty laundry. Thank you, Jackie. Hey, we'll be back with my Patriot Pass and uh, Tea Banks from Lagos, Nigeria. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live from Theo Luis's Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And we also do it out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live 365. And now we've gotten to the part of the show that I like to call the Patriot Pass. 
where I have an opportunity to express my First Amendment right of freedom of expression. And the reason why I do this is because I respect yours. I respect your freedom of expression. And I think that you have a right to your opinion and your right to voice it as well. And I want to go into the topic that we touched on earlier today the re- in regards to the taxing of the more supposedly wealthy and more taxing in order to provide more so-called free services for the so-called poor. I got to tell you something. This, and th- this, this just makes me angry. Let me, let me make a quote. Here's a quote from John F. Kennedy. Every time that we try to lift a problem from our own shoulders and shift that problem to the hands of the government, to the same extent, we are sacrificing the liberties of our people. And here's one from Theodore Roosevelt. Do what you can with what you have where you are. And here's another one from Teddy Roosevelt. If an American is to amount to anything, he must rely upon himself and not upon the state. He must take pride in his own work instead of sitting idle to envy the luck of others. And he goes on and on. And that's what it's about. The government is playing you guys. They're playing on your envy. Listen, folks, you are not poor if you say you're poor because somebody else is rich. You're not hurting to pay the bills because somebody else can pay theirs. You don't not have health insurance or a nice car because someone else has. That is a cop-out, and that is a big lie that you're believing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's all within yourself. And the more that you allow the government to teach you this, and the more that you accept the government so-called handout, the more you'll be under their control. That's my Patriot Pass. That was my brother Jose doing his Patriot Pass, uh, just like he always does when uh, he um, he exercises the biggest muscle in his body, that is his mouth, Jose, with his Patriot Pass. Anyways, uh, well, as you know, um, uh, uh, later on on the show, we're going to have uh, the voice of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel radio show uh uh, Jeff Johnson, he's here in the garage. He's the one with the deep voice. And, uh, and then, uh, but coming up, our guests. And- we, we're going to have our guests out of Lagos, Nigeria in a minute. And it's T-Banks. We'll be right back. Oh, we'll be right, but we'll be right back. Ready, hey, how you doing? What do you guys know about twins? Nothing. Nothing about twins? Sorry, sorry. You do, do you know any twins? Do you want to know a twin? No, thank you. Two. What are conjoined twins? I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be late for work. Three. What do you know about twins? Nothing. Uh, I'm a little busy. Four. Identical twins have matching fingerprints? Uh, I believe so. Same with DNA. Can you name any celebrity twins? 
How about the girls from all the Devil Mint commercials? If I was to ask you what is a conjoined twin, what would that be? Um, I don't know. A conjoined twin is either A, a twin with extra joints, B, a twin that joins clubs, or C, a twin that is physically attached to his twin. It's either C or A. Ashton Kutcher. Twin or not? No, but I'm not that I know. He's a twin. Is he? Fraternal. Fraternal. I'm an identical twin. I'm one of the hosts of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Do I look like Jose or Angel? Uh, I'm going to say you look like a Jose. Thank you very much. It's kind of weird for a guy saying you look like an angel. Scarlett Johansson, twin or not? She doesn't have a twin, does she? She does. Is she uh, identical? No, actually, it's a fraternal twin. His name is Hunter. Oh, damn. Damn. (laughs) Do you have your own... Individuality? Thank you, yes, individuality. Absolutely, we're individual. He's the good-looking one, and I'm the smart one. (laughs) Oh, okay. You think Johnny Depp is sexy? I think he's very sexy. Would you date him if he was a conjoined twin? If he would have me, I probably would. Who do you think would be one of the sexiest men alive to you right now? You could say Jose the twin. Um, I'm a lesbian. That's awesome. (laughs) I am so hardcore lesbian myself. Identical? Yes, we're identical twins. His name is Angel. Angel, that's a, nice. So if his name is Angel, what do you think my name would be? Oh, it could be any A name. I think A names are cool, like Angel and Andre. Or well, my name's Jose. They used to say, well, if, if I'm Jose, then he must be Jose B. What do you? Jose <laughs> I think that's it. Unless you want to add something to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Uh, no, that's good. Thank you for your time, man. How about a shout out to my brother Angel? What's up, Angel? Have a good one, buddy. Yeah, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And you are listening to us live on TwinTalkCast.com. And we want to thank you all for listening every Tuesday night as we bring the crazy to you. Yes, and uh, we're also listening out of the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live365.com. Uh, just look for our radio station there. It's called Twin Talk Cast Radio. And now we have our guests. Our guests, uh, they're out of Lagos, Nigeria. They're a pair of twins, uh, that, uh, they started their career at age 16. Uh, they released an album with, uh, five tracks. Uh, one of their so- hit songs called Screaming Dogs. Uh, they've, uh, 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 enhanced their, uh, their art at, uh, Platinum Talent Academy, Green Platinum Talent Academy. And in 2011, had a nice hit, Gown Girls. Now, they're here. They're going to share us one of their tunes, Kingsley and Kenneth Monday of T-Bags. What's up, Holmes? Hello, are you there? Yeah, what up, brother? Hey, what's up? First of all, if you have your internet radio on, can you turn down the internet radio? Because we're getting some feedback here. Yeah, it's good. It's good to have you guys here, man. Yeah. <clears throat> hey, uh, so uh, can you hear us? Because cause we hear a bunch of feedback over there. Do you have your uh, your your internet radio on? If you, if you have it on, please turn it down. Please turn down the volume of the radio, please. All right, all right. It's off, it's off already. It's off right now. Oh, much better. Much better. So, ladies and gentlemen. All right, good. Ladies and gentlemen, T Bank, T Banks, T Bank, T Banks. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, all right, all right. 
So hey, listen, guys. This would be would this be your debut to California? Okay. All right. First and foremost, I want to give a shout out to Green Platinum, um, Hill City Media, and to the beautiful people of Lagos, Nigeria, and down to California, and to my brethren Josie and Andrea live on Twin Talk Show. How you guys doing, brethren? Thanks for having us on your show today. Well, well, we're honored that you're with us, and uh, we hope that we can have a cohesive conversation because the audio is a little difficult, but that's okay because we're crossing time zones all the way to Lagos, Nigeria. Hey, T-Banks, this is Angel. I, yeah. I got a, yeah, we're good. How are you guys? I got, I got a question. Since, since it's, it's all right. tomorrow over there, you're in the future. <laughs> yeah, for real, behind the future. <laughs> and what about you, dude? <laughs> so tell us, how, tell us. Um, first of all, I'm looking at p- photographs of you guys, and a lot of people criticize Angel and myself because we always wear our sunglasses. Do you guys wear your sunglasses all the time? <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Do you guys wear sunglasses often? Because you look good in your sunglasses. Oh, thanks a lot. That's a huge compliment, you know. <laughs> so, uh, who and you guys look No, we know we look good. So, who came up? Tell us how the name T-Banks came. Describe the reason why you came up with the name T-Banks. Okay. Um, T-Banks, we added three, Timothy and Kenneth, musically known as T-Banks. The two best African international nations, because we had to walk to any to your bank. And me and my twin brother have choose to walk in the middle for to eat, and that's our bank forever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and we are also into the fusion of hip hop and Afro pop genre of music. Shoot here. And and for those of us in America, it's not very we're not very familiar with uh, that that genre. How would you describe it? Uh, how would you describe that genre of music for us in America? Okay, we can describe the genre of music that we do over here in Africa as a blend of African kind of music into the Western culture. Also, that is why it's an Afro hip hop, and that is exactly what it's called down here. Right, right on. Awesome. We got one of our listeners on Facebook. Uh, her name's Lourdes. She says, hey, T-Banks. She says, hello. Yeah. yeah hello. What up? How hello. you doing? <laughs> hey, so, hey. So, yeah, it's good to have our first audio. Hey, T-Banks, so, so how is it uh, to, to work... Uh, together uh, uh, with your you know twins all the time because my brother and I we can only do it once a week yeah we fight a lot <laughs> oh my oh my god it's so easy you know why it's easy for us it's just because you know, me and my twins are the twenty very first day that we are born you know we are so familiar with ourselves and cause we have same vision we have same dream everything we do is unique so we always try to do things together that's why 247 of our life we're always together trying to be creative in terms of our musical career and when you know and when so, did, 
Well, God bless you, because my brother and I, we, we'll kill each other if we're together 24-7. <laughs> when did you guys decide? But you know what? Hello? Yes, yes. go ahead. Yeah, you know what? It's just that we started that from our mama womb, down to the head of the top dude, living <laughs> in the one hood. I show him love like his love is always given to me. Well, you know what? My brother and I understand because we were womb womb mates also. <laughs> let me hey, let me tell you, T Bax. Um, your music is is really joyful. It's got a great great rhythm, great sound. Um, it makes me want to move, and and it's it's kind of inspiring to me. Is 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 that you know? Um, is that what you started out to set up, to do to inspire people, or are you just are you just doing it for the money? <laughs> okay, I'm really, 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 really. It's not about the money. You know, music is a ministry, and I just have to let you know that what champion who is that is the song that you're talking about, right? Yes, yes. What champion is a motivational? Yeah, what champion is a motivational song? Basically, to celebrate those that have worked smart. In all areas of life, you know, uh-huh. in terms of politics, entertainment, sports, and to mention a few, and to every single one listening, either from California and Lagos, Nigeria, you know what? You all are world champions. That's awesome. Right on, man. That's awesome. Now, let me ask you this. Which one's the better looking twin? Twin. <laughs> <laughs> Man, this is complicated, you know what I'm saying? We both are better looking twins. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, my brother's the good looking twin. I'll say that right now, I'll be honest. But we see ourselves as, you know, um, unique in our own different feed, you know, so we, we do appreciate ourselves, you know. He appreciates himself and I appreciate myself. And- I'm here to tell you. I'm here, I'm here to tell you, man. You're full of baloney. One of you guys get more chicks than the other. Who gets more girls? <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Okay, you want to know who gets more girls? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get more yeah. girls. You know. Oh my god. Guys, <laughs> Now it's like now it's like I'm behind right now. <laughs> so um, so tell us about your your your. Do you perform live around uh, your your city or community? Tell us about your performances. Okay, right. Concert right now. What band is all up? Is is up to right now? Is that we've been cooking a lot of singles in the studio, putting musical videos and lots of colorful so with some various artists artists across. Hey, so hey. dropping very soon, and we also perform in various places in Israel, across Africa too, Lagos, Nigeria, um, and across the country too. I'm also putting on reality TV shows, which you're going to be hitting your TV stream very, very soon. So you got to just check it out. You're going to be a real in your own reality TV show, huh? What's the name of it? Yeah, we got a reality TV show. That's awesome. Hey, um, you can check it out. Um, yeah, you can check. Yeah, you can check it out soon on youtube.com forward slash user forward slash T-B-A-N-K-K-S. Tell you what. And you can like us. 
Go ahead. Go on ahead. Our Facebook. Yeah. Tell. Why won't you do this? Why won't you post that on our Facebook, Facebook wall so all of our listeners and Facebook friends can find your YouTube reality show? Will you do that for us? Oh. Oh. We're gonna do that. Hey. Uh. So. Uh, before you introduce the song, please tell our listeners where they could find your music and where they can find all your information. Okay. All right. Um, where you can find our music and all our information, you just log on to facebook.com forward slash t dot b n k k s, And you can also, also get it on our Twitter handle at T-B-A-N-K-K-S. And you can also watch our video on youtube.com forward slash users forward slash P B A N K K S. You get to watch our performance, our interview, our reality TV coming out soon. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Hey, T Banks. My brother Jose and I, we're we're so happy to be in touch with you guys. And uh, will you please, please introduce the song? Okay, good, you know, I just want every single one in California, I just want every single one in Nigeria, Lagos, City, you know, I just want every single one to, you know, <clears throat> listen to it as we introduce to you a world champion song by T-Bank, every single one listening are world champion. So now, so check it out, world champion, world champion you know what I'm saying, man? Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. We are the world champion We on the pass lane We put them on a high tension You can stop me now Yeah You can hold me down Yeah We have come too far We no go give up Now we prove them wrong We want the whole world Nigeria Ghana Brazilia No 
coming to my feet and run my race I'm on my lane, I just fly so high like an airplane I'm moving train, anywhere we go we the run this show You know they beat to a recipe show Number one jam, we will run the glow Share you no fear, I'ma make you let love Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm the world champion. World champion. The world champion. The world champion. World champion. Those, are our, me, 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 me. those are our brothers from the motherland. Those were twins, a pair of twins from Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, yes, T-Banks. Uh, Kenneth and Kingsley uh, Monday. They go by the name T-Banks. And uh, I dig their music, and what it is indeed a very joyful, you know, uh, dancing song, and they got a really nice video that goes with it. It's kind of inspiring. Well, eh? go to our Facebook wall on Facebook on Twin Talk Show. Check them out. You'll see a link to their stuff, uh, and uh, you get their music and uh, a links to the, you know. You'll see they have a reality show and all that stuff. Hey, brothers, we'll be competing. You want a reality show fight? Okay, we'll have our own too. <laughs> Twins and <laughs> twins against twins. <laughs> thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Anyway, yeah. thanks for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Now it's time that we introduce the first, the original voice of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. No more uh, um, uh, introduction needed with us here today. The real Jeff Johnson. What up? What up? What's up, it's Jeff? Good, it's good to be back in the garage. It's Thanks. been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. I'm so Happy glad you're here, here, man. Thanks for coming, bro. Right on, man. Thanks for having me. <laughs> for those of you who don't know, uh, the first voice you hear on Twin Talk is this man. His name is Jeff Johnson. He is a multimedia journalist and voiceover artist, and this is him. Identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and, and birthdays. birthdays. Yeah. That's Jeff Johnson. So uh, <laughs> anyway, Jeff is uh, forever linked to our podcast and radio show. I still remember the day that we did that promo in your car <laughs> in the parking lot in Burbank almost five years ago. It was almost wow, five years ago. Wow, that fast already. That is crazy. Time flies. I, had ne- I hadn't met you yet, Jeff. My brother came up and showed me that, so I was like, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And then I met you, and your voice is like that for reals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no filter or anything. I'm going gonna- to get a real, picture for our Facebook thing. there, Jeff. Cool. So everyone could see the 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 man behind the uh, the awesome voice. We were actually yes sitting in the vehicle in my vehicle, and uh, Jeff was kind enough to take that little script I put together home and read it. And then we sat in the car with a recording device, and yep. he did it a few times. He's practically a one take wonder. Yeah, 
Anyway, thanks so much for doing that, and welcome back to Theo Lisa's Garage. You know you have forever a, a chair and a microphone and a pair of headphones. You can drop by here anytime. I love, I love coming by and spending time with you guys. It's great. You know, um, Jeff Johnson also is a travel blogger. He tra- Every time he travels, he likes to blog. Oh, yeah. So uh, check that out, and he's got his Twitter handle and stuff. Where do people find all that stuff? Oh, just, uh, you know, Twitter.com slash Real Jeff Johnson, Instagram, Real Jeff Johnson, Facebook, Jeff Johnson. Jeff Johnson in the house. Now, Jeff is a multimedia journalist, works with NBC, but uh, you're moving on, man. You're moving on. I am moving on after five years at NBC. It's a, you know, it's like, I feel like a, like a father who's, you know, kind of nurtured his child to leave and then when he he or she leaves then I, I feel bad well you know you knew me back when i was an intern and before intern. i actually really started at nbc just you know back in uh 2008 when i did that summer internship and right. we met out on some of those shoots right i remember you know and then i came back uh in 2010 uh to start as an editorial assistant you know and then i've been at, uh, you know with nbc ever since and so. let me tell you let me tell you for the listeners out there jeff johnson is really a a um, a true testimony of exactly what i was talking about in my in my patriot pass about self reliance about going out there and not not <laughs> letting it the whatever the system is perfect or imperfect the man bring, bring you down bring you down <laughs> jeff johnson jeff johnson uh, uh, studied and you went to Kent State. Yep, in Ohio. And Ohio, but you're from the South. Yep, North and Carolina. You, and you came to Los Angeles as an intern in, in in LA. Went back to school in Ohio, and then at I guess you were at home. You said, you know what? I, I gotta just do this. I know I had an internship, but I gotta just yeah, go I out said, there. I need to make something happen. And the man, the young man, Angel, packed his bags and his money and came to Los Angeles to make it in journalism. And there he is, five years on, and now he's moving on. He he did our voice and so uh, on our show, so you know he made it. <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, it was no, all I uphill. Feel, I feel you. You know, having gotten to know you, man, I could see that in you. You, you know, uh, my brother told me a little bit about you when I first met you, mm-hmm. and since then, man, I mean, I've been following your blogs with the uh, your, your traveling and stuff. Yeah. So what's going on? How come you're leaving us, man? Well, uh, you know, as as Jose knows, you know, I've been here for five years and had wonderful opportunities to do a lot of different types of things but you know as with anything that you do in life uh times change circumstances change and you know everything eventually runs its course and uh i decided um that it was time for me to move on to something different Mm -hmm. so uh i recently uh very recently actually friday um (laughs) accepted a position uh with the al jazeera network oh um, really? You know, as as an as an associate producer for their uh, number one primetime current affairs show. Yes! Wow! Congratulations! So Congratulations I'm really, man. thank you. I'm really, really excited about that. It was a process, months in the making, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, once I got the word that you know I was their guy, I, I couldn't. I haven't stopped smiling since Friday. Hey, so so you know you. Can we still call you and shit? I mean, just because you're getting all big and now. Oh, no, you can, de- <laughs> you know, you we- can definitely call me. I'm always a part of the family no right matter on. what. Right on. Well, tell, Al Jazeera has really been putting a name for themselves here in America. Al Jazeera has done something amazing in which they've uh, actually uh, are putting forth uh, a large uh, amount of resources towards really making an imprint in network news. Mm-hmm. And they've, they're hiring some really good people out of yeah. the mainstream. Uh, you, you're an example of that out of mainstream news 
to do that. And they're using people that are not only veterans, but young dynamos who mm-hmm. have the zeal and the energy to take on the world. Like, Jeff, congratulations. Thank you, man. And it's something, it's something that I'm really, I mean, I'm just beyond words how excited I am about this opportunity. You know, when they first launched here in America right. back in 2013, I saw what they were doing and how they were doing journalism. I immediately said, I want to be a part of that. Mm. You know, they had, when they first launched, they had 21,000 applications for only a few hundred open positions. Amazing. You know, and the fact that I'm able to get in somehow, some way. <laughs> hey, what does that say about news? Because I know a lot of people that applied for Al Jazeera. See, it was, it yeah. was good. You, you, you know how you got able, were able to get in? It's, it was good you moved to L.A. because, you know, there's a lot of Mexicans that just get in here. You don't know how they got in, eh? <laughs> so you rubbed off a little bit I, on yeah. you. I'm trying to have a, ho- a serious conversation I know. here. But, you know, the thing, you know, the thing, about, the thing about Al Jazeera that, that, that I really like is, you know, I like the style of journalism that they're doing. It's 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 fact based. It's it's in depth. It's it's really great. It's yes. It, it's it's the news that you need. It, it's journalism without all the sensationalism. Yeah, and that's without all I, the talking heads and all that stuff. And that's what I'm trying to get at uh, when my brother interjected with his funny. <laughs> um, is that Al Jazeera that you mentioned that 21,000 people applied for a few positions, and a lot of those people, most of them, I'm willing to say, were very uh, experienced, seasoned journalists Mm -hmm. who were just getting up and leaving getting ready to leave their what they've already been doing for many years in the entrenched mainstream media because i think it's a testimony to what is going on with the american media now and that's why i think that al jazeera if it stays the way it is it's pretty pure and pretty old school journalism and I think that's fantastic, especially yeah. for somebody like yourself, young and still still young enough to to really make a you know make a, a, a career in it. Yeah, and the other thing too is you know working in local. I mean, you know this from experience, Jose. You get you get caught up doing a lot of stories you don't want to do. You know, and and being you know being a writer and editor working in local news, I get caught so much having to do stories about car accidents and busted fire hydrants and stuff that no one really cares about but for some reason our bosses think people do care it's, and it's, it's just it's just it's just worthless filler you know that it's just like i can write these stories in my sleep and i literally have written these stories in my sleep i've done some of my, i've some i've done some of my best work in my sleep <laughs> you know um it's so true and you know that's not to impugn that's the people that one. we work with but unfortunately the machine yeah. the so-called b that's how it works and um yeah you know i came up very blessed and fortunate to come up on the network uh side mm-hmm. of the news and when i started working local news it was a culture shock because yeah. it was you know what i what i you know a lot of the national news i work with was what i figured more relevant things that are more important mm-hmm. even the national news now is getting to be so much more uh, sensationalistic and talking heads and stuff and uh but I do understand what you're saying, and I agree with you, and I'm really glad that you're going to uh, to do something where you feel that you're doing real news. Yeah, and I, and I also feel like this opportunity is going to give me a chance to grow the way that I need to, and it's going to give me an opportunity to, you know, let my talent shine. Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, today I, I officially let the world know, you know, what was going on, and, you know, my phone's been blowing up all day, just the amount of positive energy you know, that I'm getting from people is just, is just really amazing. You know, I have a lot of colleagues, a lot of my colleagues have worked either freelance or have gone over to uh, Al Jazeera. So what are you, what are you passionate about in journalism? What's your passion? Um, I'm actually really passionate about politics. I love politics. I love stories about, I really like human interest stories. 
you know, stories that really uh, that people really care about and really get down deep about things that are really affecting you know, people that, you know, don't necessarily have a voice to speak for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that Al Jazeera does. And that's what I, that's why I'm attracted. That's why I think this is really a great fit. And, you know, when they, uh, you know, I, I've been there once, uh, obviously for an interview. <clears throat> and as soon as I walked in the building and got a chance to meet the people there, I immediately felt like this is a great fit. Right. This is where I want to be. Right. And I've always had aspirations of working at the network level. I wasn't sure when it was going to happen. Right. I knew it was going to happen at some point, right. you know, whether it was NBC network or wherever, but it, I was going to end up at a network. I told you, man. And, and I always told you, man, I've been your number one fan. Yeah. So, you uh, so you Go just, ahead, you just told him you did some work with the twins and so he was there, that, that got me right in, <laughs> got me right in. That's all I needed. If those 21,000 applications would have known that. Jeff, you know? Jeff Johnson. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeff Johnson launched his career in Theo Luis's garage, yeah. man. <laughs> But it's uh, just, you know, you know, for me, I've, I've, I've been through a lot here in L.A. the last five years, good and bad. I've grown a lot, you know, as a person and a professional. And, you know, I'm going to walk out of here with my head high, no regrets. And I appreciate everything that this experience in L.A. has given me right. because it's set me up for this, you know, this next stage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm just happy that I won't have to work overnights anymore. Right. You know, I'm, 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 I'm no longer going to be a freelancer. Right. Good. You know, for you, I'm gonna I'm gonna have my holidays and weekends back. Nice. You know, medical benefits finally. Awesome. You know, because I, I I'll admit I am a Democrat, okay? <laughs> but I don't like the Obamacare plan. Oh, look at that! And and to, to be completely honest with you, um, I got it and I canceled it after one month. Amazing. Oh, really? I did it because I felt like okay. I'm paying all this money. I don't have any chronic illnesses. I'm not a frequent doctor's office or hospital or ER visitor. This money's just going down the tubes. So it was, it was cheaper to, uh, well, here's to let the, it go then. Here's it, to yeah. pay it at the end of the year, huh? Yeah, and, and that's the thing. They didn't even come after me. So it's not, well, they will this year. They will this year. In this case, it's not cheaper to keep her. But, but, but actually, I've, 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 I've seen that the... Uh, the penalty, at least just for the first year, is only like ninety five bucks yeah. or something, which was way less than the monthly premium I was paying. Yeah. yeah. So I figured, well, I'll just take that. Yeah. You know, and do that. But now that's no longer going to be a problem. No. You know. But the irony is that mm-hmm. it's an interesting uh, testimony that you make because um, you're you're that particular uh, demographic that Obamacare, uh, well, Affordable Care Act needs. Mm-hmm to succeed yeah. they went after you your demo those people who typically do not get insurance mm-hmm. i didn't have insurance at your age yeah i didn't you know we we typically <laughs> do not need it right and but and so we don't get it and frankly a lot of times it's not even um vi- economically viable yeah it's not for a lot of people but guess what that's the demo they need to make it happen that's why they made it a mandate and made mm-hmm. it illegal and at the end of the year you'll pay your two percent or whatever it is yeah. they ask and whatever, dude. It's very interesting. <laughs> very interesting point. Mine was doubled. But let's go back to Jeff Johnson. Now, um, the thing about Al Jazeera, when Al Jazeera first really launched in America mm-hmm. and started aggressively uh, recruiting uh, members, uh, new uh, employees and what have you, um, a, a lot of people were worried because the Al, Je- Al Jazeera name, the, name, the yeah. link to, you I know. I did. I thought Al Jazeera was like the official and, and I'm not talking yeah, crap, yeah, yeah. but yeah. the official like terrorist yes. news right. channel. A lot of people felt that way. And, you know, it, it, it had that, that problem, that image problem when it got to America because people knew Al Jazeera as being that. And here, here's an interesting fact that I bet most people don't know. The word Al Jazeera means the peninsula in Arabic. Right. 
Oh, really? You know, people people look at that name out and think, oh, my God, that's got to be some terrorist word. No, it means the peninsula. And, well, the, the, reason, why, the reason why they were they're, they're up to this point been inextricably linked to terrorism, supposedly, is because when um, bin Laden would release his videotapes from the caves, he would send them directly to Al Jazeera. Yeah. Al Jazeera was the, what made a name of themselves by being able to release those. But also, they were very much more embedded in the Gulf War um, um, conflicts mm-hmm. um, because, because just because they're geographically, it was geographically so you, favorable for them. So, you, so you're going to get paid for being in bed, eh? Nice. Uh, yeah. well, hey. And here's a little bit that, that, that you probably know, Jeff, but for our listeners, um, Al Jazeera um, is a company that um, is backed by um, oil dollars Yeah. Um, uh, by the United country of emirates emirates or whatever um it's uh, the royal family of qatar and it's an yeah exactly yeah. and the thing is they're thinking ahead they actually made their millions not on oil but on like compacting gas and, and or something to do with natural gas but they realize that like all natural resources there's a limit Mm -hmm. And they know what the limit is. And at X year, they're going to run out of that natural resource. So they said, what do we need to invest money in now to establish ourselves on another industry so that when we run out of that Uh natural resource, Mm -hmm. we've established another business. And that's why they're putting a lot of money in this. And they've let me tell you, they have hired a lot of good, good people. And that was something, you know, that is interesting that you bring that point up because that was something that I watched you know, when the network first launched in America, I wanted to see who they were going to hire, right. where they were going to hire them from. And I got to a point where I was very comfortable with what I saw. And I said, OK, I can go work there. Right on. Yeah. You know, because I, you know, I remember when you talked about them being embedded in the cave stuff with you know, Bin Laden and all that. That was bad. I was in high school back then. Right. And I remember seeing those videos. I never thought in a million years I'd end up working for that same. <laughs> yeah. With that little logo on the bottom. Yeah. Said Al Jazeera. Hey, well, at least you, you, you don't at least you, you, you don't do journalism like CNN. Hey, they fake all that stuff. Like back, yeah. they do. I mean, and like now they have the high, uh, high end uh, computer graphics. But back in the day, they weren't. You could find some old stuff on YouTube when they used to fake. It was obviously studio stuff, but it's faking out that they were in Israel. Yeah. <laughs> but you're for real, eh? Yeah. You're well, really gonna be in bed. Well, <laughs> anyway, um, there. Um, I'm a fan of Al Jazeera. I've watched their stuff. That's good stuff. It's, it's, um, it's. It's good old-fashioned journalism. I'm excited because this they, this is what I got into journalism for. And I tell people all the time, I did not get into journalism to write about busted fire hydrants and right. stabbings at apartment complexes and, and all that crap that we right. run that no one really cares about at the end of the day. That's not To me, that's not really journalism. Right. That's just filler. It sure is. You know, you never you never hear someone going to the, the water cooler or walking down the hall at their job and saying, hey, did you hear about that busted fire hydrant last night? <laughs> or did you hear? About, did you hear about that guy getting stabbed at the apartment out in Harupa Valley? You know, nobody. That th- that stuff isn't going to get people talking. That's a very, very good point. But you know, the things that that, that, that we'll be covering um, at 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 my show, America Tonight. I mean, we're going to be doing. We're going to run the whole gamut. I mean, politics, human interest. You know, world news, uh, national news. I'm really excited about having an opportunity to do that stuff. Well, and I'm. I know I can sincerely tell you, I'm really excited for you. Congratulations! Right I'm on, really man. happy. Thank you. I, I really appreciate it. You look really happy about it, man. I am. I, I feel like a lot of weight's been lifted off my shoulders because you know I've been sort of in, in limbo the last couple of years, mm-hmm. just wondering you know where my future was going to go, my career, mm-hmm. you know, and now I have an answer. 
Right you on. know, I've got something to look forward to, something to build on, and you know, I'm just really excited about the opportunity. Hey, well, Jeff, Jeffrey, I, make sure you, you don't need our invitation. You could call in or come in anytime. Of man. course. Just drop right? in on any anytime. Don't <laughs> yeah. need to announce. Okay. Yeah, bring your Tupperware if you Please. want. <laughs> you, know, you know how I do. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people, um, I know that you will eventually get another Twitter account in your new uh, place of, enjoy, of enjoyment. Hey, yeah, that works out, <laughs> of employment. But let our people know again where they can find you. Uh, Real Jeff Johnson. Actually, my Twitter name is going to stay the same. Nice. Are you verified? I'm verified. Dude, how do we get verified? What does that mean, verified? <laughs> that means that they have X amount of like thousands of followers? Well, it, it really means like, okay, you have that little, there's a little blue check mark mm-hmm. yeah. that goes next to your Twitter handle if you're verified. So that basically says you are who you say you are. Oh. Now, what people you know think that's actually not true it doesn't matter how many followers you have oh there's i know of someone that has 29 followers and they're verified it's basically it used to just be celebrities you know athletes now they've expanded it into into media so journalists even in small markets are becoming verified i'm gonna get my name verified jose jr67 how do you do we got to talk about that after we're off (laughs) ladies and gentlemen the first and original Always will be the first original voice of Twin Talk, Jeff Johnson. Thanks for being with well, us. Before we sign off, guys, let me just say um, I've really enjoyed the time that I've spent, you know, being able to come in the garage and hang out with you guys. I was more than happy to do the voiceover work for you. I'm Thank glad you. that you guys are still using it. That, that makes me feel really great, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, I've just been able to watch this show grow. From what it was when we first did that voiceover in the car, <laughs> we in started Burbank. in Skid Row. Yeah, you know, <laughs> literally. It, it, it's, it's just really great to see you guys are still doing this and still bringing in the guests, and that and that the show is thriving. I love it. Thank right. you, so man. best, you know, best of luck to you guys in the Thank future. You, you know, and uh, of course, we'll stay in touch. Awesome, right? the yeah. real Jeff Johnson. Shoot. Follow him and give him your love, y'all. All right, man. Thanks a lot, brother. All right. We'll be right back with Angels Chill Lounge. kind of stuff that makes you guys look like idiots. Kick back. Because you keep making those choices. And listen. (laughs) What can they do?
are perfect. Don't be so hard on yourself. Yes, indeed, sometimes it's hard to see, particularly when you confuse a desire for a need. Don't rely on the perception of the few, since they too have a reality that's skewed. Change the way you see yourself, and it will change the way you see the world. You are perfect. In the grand scheme, you are light. You are earth. You are water and cosmic dust. So change your environment, change your perception, and even your friends if you must. And it will definitely change your life. You are perfect. Chill. One love. And that's another edition of Angels Chill Lounge. Shoo! <laughs> and that brings us to the end of this week's podcast radio show, live internet radio show and podcast, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Yeah, and uh, we want to say thank you to Kenneth and Kingsley Monday of the pop, the twin pop hip-hop duo uh, T-Banks out of Lagos, Nigeria. We yeah. want to thank you all in Lagos, Nigeria for listening. Also, all our listeners in Australia and all, all over the United States, South America, Turkey, all of those listeners listening to us from all the corners of the world. Thank you so much. And this show will be podcasted. It'll be available on demand in the next 24 to 48 hours. Just go to our website, www.twintalkcast.com. You put four W's on this Did one. I? <laughs> <laughs> Just say Twin Talk Cause Cast. Because we, we had two sets of twins. Hey, that's four. Just say Twin Talk Cast. Also, because <laughs> we are iTwins, you can find us on iTunes. Just look for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes and you can uh, listen to this show later on and uh, Jeff Johnson on the show Tambien you want to thank well, Jeff Johnson thank you Jeff for being with us again good luck to you my man hey hey brother go ahead say that oh <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel I love yeah. it yeah. <laughs> hey man we love you man God bless you and good luck man. thank yes. you so much alright everybody thanks for listening uh, we'll, we'll be with you guys next week Tuesday is Twinsday good night shoo